Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast uh, brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Uh, my name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of Maya Day Club. This guy next to me is not Jesse Friedman. He's not the Thundersick, but he's the one and only Rock Knowledge. What's up, homie? I am chilling. You know, I'm here because, you know, me and Jesse had to have a Falls Count Anywhere match to sit in this chair today. This is correct. And he, and he lost. He did lose. Well, I mean, he was a bit overmatched there, don't you think? Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, it was like you know, heavyweight versus cruiserweight status. You, you hit know. him with a stunner, and he didn't even know. He was like, who does that move? And you were right. like, stone cold. And he says, I don't know that person. So, Yes, yeah. but you mentioned, uh, you mentioned ahead, Meyer sir. Day Club. You know, yesterday yeah. was quite the ordeal for you, sir. I'm glad no, to see you've made it civilization. I uh, I almost stayed forever, and I do have just a bit of uh, Stockholm Syndrome. I, yeah. I feel like I, I'm not complete anymore now that I'm no longer in the South Bar. Uh, I was uh, consistently <laughs> drinking bar. a diet of triple sec and sweet and sour mostly to keep myself hydrated. It didn't work. I think I started getting crazy off of it, but uh, <laughs> not as crazy as the St. Louis Cardinals and Paul Goldschmidt drove the Arizona Diamondbacks oh. this weekend. These boys got their ass stomped. There's no better way to put it than that. Even yeah. in the games that got close, they really weren't that close. Even in games where the Diamondbacks had a lead, it was temporary. Uh, that game... Uh, in game two, uh, oh, things turned bad late in that game. Like that oh game, God. it's hard to remember that that was an eight-seven game going into the ninth inning. But uh, this is not. It, it, this was not a great series, and, and it was a it was a stiff reminder that Paul Goldschmidt is very, very good, and that we should regret <laughs> trading him away every single day of our lives. Yeah. You know, hard to believe that Paul Goldschmidt is still really great at baseball Wild, at this right? stage yeah. of his career. It's, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think you think guys peak at one point. I think with baseball players, it's not completely untrue, right? You see guys reach a certain level. We've seen that with players on this team. Jake Lamb was a guy that became an all-star with this team, but then never got back to that level of where he was at that all-star season. So there tends to be sometimes a peak in baseball players' careers, and sometimes these teams are just trying to guess if they hit it. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, in the word of Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, has only begun to peak. He is not even yeah. close to peaking yet, right? Like, he, this guy was incredible. And when you talk about that, you have to also talk about Albert Pujols, uh, T.O. Albert having his two-home run game against Madison Bumgarner which is something that you could have said at any point over the last, like, what, 30 years, it feels like? I don't know. That's yeah. too far. But, uh, yeah, it's a long time that those two guys have been playing baseball. And uh, even though it wasn't for the Diamondbacks, it was still kind of cool to see these two guys have the game that they got. 
Yeah, Jesse's pointing out that we welcome this man onto our show, and he has a Fernando Tatis Jr. shirt in the background. You've immediately lost all credit. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I, I just want to touch. He came, he came to talk about it. He has some things to talk about. I just want to yeah. touch on, on Goldie because his season, this season, the man is an MVP candidate. He is just absolutely raking. And it's I, I think a big part of his not six, he's always been successful. But I think that when we let him go to, to the Cardinals, the Cardinals have a different culture when it comes to the way their baseball team is handled, ran, played on that field. Absolutely. It is a winning culture. And, and I'm, I'm not I'm not bashing the D-backs in that in the, in that instance. But when you go play for the St. Louis Cardinals, there's expectations almost every season that the team on that field is going to compete. So players got to step up and, and and do a little bit more. And Paul Goldschmidt, man, like it's bittersweet seeing him in that uniform. But every time I, I see him on, on SportsCenter or anywhere, I love seeing Goldie get his because I still love Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think everybody here in Arizona is still a big fan of his, which is part of the reason why it hurts so, so much. But yeah, like uh, I, I think I said it the other day, St. Louis is one of those teams that you go to and you kind of become part of the team. It's yeah. hard to go to St. Louis and like stand out. It's not to say you don't get recognition there. It's just to say amongst your peers, amongst your teammates, it tends tends to be one of those organizations that's very much about the team. Goldschmidt yeah. is a guy that never really wanted he seemingly never wanted that leadership role, right? He's just one of those baseball players that happened to be the best guy on his team. So thus the leadership role is kind of thrust upon you, not mm -hmm. based on any characteristic or anything like that, but just based on the fact that you're the best. Right. Uh, and I think when you went, when he went to St. Louis, you didn't really have to worry about that because it's not really a, this guy's the star, this guy's the lead. It, it really is about the entire team. he, flourished in that environment yeah. and i think that's oh, yeah. why we're seeing him really have one yeah. of the best seasons he's ever had uh, at least one of the best seasons he's had st louis and just the kind of like the kind of series rock that makes me drink a beer this big this is how that, big the beer is that i'm drinking after watching paul is. goldschmidt this series because the man killed uh three for six in uh saturday night's game with four rbi uh two yeah. runs scored of course, uh, the home run in the ninth off Useda. The bullpen absolutely collapsed for this team. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say else about how bad the bullpen is, but we have the numbers, and the numbers really don't lie in illustrating how bad the bullpen has been. Uh, the Cardinals, of course, uh, no, they did not win six losses. This this is a mistake here. This is the score of the final game, and not to, they got routed here, three losses to zero in the sweep. But starting pitching ERA pretty comparable, four point two zero ERA to four point eight six. But that relief pitching ERA rocket nearly fourteen for yeah. the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, versus the two point two five for the Cardinals, and then again the batting with runners in scoring position they have the big advantage there which the diamondbacks just don't seem to be able to to really excel there with runners in scoring position yeah that seems to be a recurring trend season after season with the diamondbacks and it's one of the most frustrating things as a fan of the team who watches to see like okay you know we're in a close game we got two runners on one out and you just don't know if it's going to go our way in nine times out of ten 
it doesn't go our way. <laughs> None of those <laughs> doesn't, yeah. And on the yeah, flip side, I mean, like, it's just the other teams, when they have runners in score position, it's like a hit parade. Yeah. Well, we especially in this one, this series, it seemed like the Cardinals couldn't stop hitting. And then you also have the fact that the relief – uh, relief pitching really couldn't hold uh, a lead at all in no. any way, even if they were given one. Um, I think the biggest key here, obviously, for everybody, uh, as far as the losses go, uh, was just the one performance by Mark Melanson. Uh, Mark Melanson was completely ineffective in in a one. He came into a one run game, and he gave up three hits, a walk, four earned runs without recording a single out. Here's the thing, Rock. <laughs> like, if Mark Melanson was failing at coming in for non-save situations, why would you make that all that he does? Right? Like, we've seen them <laughs> pivot tomorrow to, to Ian Kennedy being the closer, right? Uh, mm -hmm. At least in high-leverage situations, Ian Kennedy comes in. We saw him come in today. Mark Melanson has not been affected. Okay, like, here are his splits. In save situation, he's 17 for 20 with three blown saves, a 2.89 ERA, and 7.2 strikeouts per nine. Non-save situation, he has a 3-7 and seven record with a 5.48 ERA and 5.9 strikeouts per nine. Just significantly different numbers there, yet that's the role that they seem to move him to is non-save situations now? Yeah. I, what multiverse was Mark Melanson good in? Because it's not the I, one he's currently in. The I don't know. Like, which one did we get? Right? Like, right. did we make a mistake? Was there some sort of we got the wrong Mark Melanson from the Padres? <laughs> did this imposter show up? At we some definitely point? got a variant. I mean, I of get Mark it, right? Melanson, and not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's there's a confidence level, right? I mean, the Padres sure. team is very good, so maybe having that behind. I don't know. I I really don't know. Like. I still wonder why they've used him in so many non-save situations when he doesn't seem to be effective. We've talked about Brenly bringing it up. I mean, it is, it's a weird mental thing, right? Like what's mm -hmm. the difference between a non-save situation? You're just going out there and trying to toss scoreless baseball, right? doesn't matter. You're going out there trying to kill an inning and not give up. So it's like, it's such a weird thing for Melanson to struggle. So, so significantly in non-save situations versus save situations. Fine. But you know that. Why Why would you then relegate him to this role? I mean, they they still are going to have him on the payroll for next season and then a mm -hmm. team option for the following season. So it's not like he's going away just after this season. Yeah, because I'm sure there's going to be nobody knocking on the D-backs door for Mark Melanson services next season. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to be another long one. And hopefully, you know, hopefully rest of this season, you know, off season and coming in the next year, Hopefully he gets some of that mojo back because, I mean, he's hasn't always been the terrible this, version that we're currently yeah, seeing. Right, right. And, and I mean, again, the Diamondbacks really tried to do everything they could to solidify their back end, and they just unfortunately hasn't worked out. Ian Kennedy has actually been a bit better. I know he's not been perfect either. It doesn't seem like anybody that they put into that role has been perfect. Um, no. But, again, he at least – has been a bit more consistent uh, than Mark Melanson. And that's the part that really is, is heartbreaking. And I mean, this series as a whole really just showed that the Diamondbacks were outclassed by the St. Louis Cardinals, you know, like 
when the Cardinals needed to come back, they did. When they needed to put runs up on the board to secure a victory late in the game, boy, fucking did they. Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, of all the things that I can't believe is that the Diamondbacks' most reliable reliever came into a game, or I should put quotes around that, right? In theory, who should be their most reliable reliever, uh, gives up three hits, one walk, four earned runs, and doesn't record a single out. And for that reason, Mark Melanson owns our OGs performance to forget because sometimes yeah. you just need to take those OGs in order to forget nights like game two. And uh, I think yeah, that would go to all of us. Yeah. Cause he, w- he got charged for all the, for, for the, for three of those four runs on that grand slam. Didn't he? Wasn't he responsible? He got for charged for four run runs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. He got charged for all, I think he got yeah, charged because yeah. he let everybody on. And then you said it came in and then he gave up, uh, right. Didn't he give up the, he gave up the bomb. Uh, yeah, he gave up the bomb. Oh, it just it's not it's not been a it's not been a good uh weekend for the Diamondbacks and hopefully they can put this behind them. They do have the Kansas City Royals coming up and we'll get to that schedule, but of course, to forget a series like this, use our friends from OG's. Uh get over it with uh OG's wonderful variety of flavors. Rock knows what I'm talking about. We are both uh, huge fans of OGs. Absolutely. Uh, and I was out at their pool party this weekend, which again, we're still going to talk about. But in the meantime, make sure to try OGs' wonderful variety of flavors, strains, and doses that they have at your local dispensary. Make sure to pick those up. If you haven't had a chance, find them at your local dispensary by going to ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. That's O G E E Z brands. And also go to our website at gophnx.com to sign up for a little giveaway that we got going on because OG is all about flavoring life and they are flavoring life with the flavoring life sweepstakes. Look at that guy. That's open shirt. Derek, that guy, that guy didn't, that guy lost his keys uh, this weekend. And now uh, he lived for like 24 hours at that, that Maya day club, but uh, don't do that. What you can do is enter the sweepstakes. If you go to gophnx.com and sign up, uh, you will win three bags of OG's gummies. That includes my favorite, which is the orange creamsicle flavor, as well as tropical flavors. You get the OG's hat. You get a PHNX t-shirt of your choice, as well as a PHNX annual membership. And remember, uh, of course, that's for 21 and over and to enjoy responsibly. And also, speaking of enjoying responsibly, I am enjoying this very large beer responsibly, Rock. Mm. Yes, you are. You know, another thing about this this past series was there was a lot more Cardinal Red and Cardinal Powder Blue in those stands. Yeah. And yeah. On top of that, I'm, I'm if actually, you, if you noticed, there was also a lot of, you could say, it was almost everybody in the crowd when Albert was batting, they had their phones out. The entire crowd had their phones out watching yeah. this man swing that bat and hit those home runs. And I mean, you know, and, and, and St. Louis is one of those teams that has fans that are everywhere. But man, D-backs fans got outnumbered by Cardinal fans. Yeah, well, and I mean, I th- I think it's one of the ones you don't think of, right? Um, right? When other there's other fan bases that when the team teams come here, you tend to like kind of expect it, right? You're like, yeah. all right, Dodgers, Padres, I get it. There's a lot of fans, you know. Cubs. The one thing is the D-backs haven't been around very long, so when they play older franchises. Uh, we know that this is little Chicago or where everybody from Chicago comes when they want sick of the weather. So, of course, Cubs, White Sox, they tend to be outnumbered in those games, right? And then you have, like, the mm-hmm. Yankees, Red Sox. Those are another loss of wherever playing them here. But, 
uh, yeah, I mean, there's just something about the Cardinals. And uh, our friend, Dr. Nighthawk, who happens to be a big St. Louis Cardinals fan, says, happened here in Colorado, too. Sea of Red. I mean, there, there's, again, there's something to, it's easy to forget that the St. Louis Cardinals are essentially the Yankees of the National League, right? Yeah. And I say that just because they tend to have a lot of money to be able to bring in free agents like Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. Uh, they have the allure of the franchise having that mystique and being around for a long time in a history. They have a shit ton of championships when compared to other franchises. And they just yeah. tend to be not only really well run, but really well respected by the fan bases and players and things like that. So, I mean, I, as mad as it makes me for Paul Goldschmidt to be there, I'm glad he's someplace that he's like beloved by the fans. And that's something that you're not going to get a lot of places, but you will get with the St. Louis Cardinals when you're an outstanding baseball player. Uh, that's absolutely for sure. right. Absolutely. And uh, here's the other thing, by the way, uh, speaking of my large beer, uh, also make sure to check out our friends at four peaks where we will be next week broadcasting live on Wednesday. You can get all of us, all the shows, uh, from Four Peaks, uh, and you can join us there as well on August 31st. We will be at the 8th Street Pub uh, enjoying the wonderful Four Peaks beers as well as the chicken tendies because, you know, I know. I, I can't stop talking about them, but uh, make sure to find uh, all of their beers because they have a uh, – you can try all of their beers. If you've never tried Four Peaks Brewing Company beers, you can give them a shot, figure out which one you like. Uh, and then that one can become your new best friend that you go pick up. And if you're not able to join us uh, for the live shows, make sure to pick up Four Peaks wherever you get your beers. Uh, and that way you have you, you have almost the experience. You can listen to us live. You can be there. It's like that meme of the guy sitting on the ground next to the advertisement of the three people laughing. And he says, this is what <laughs> yes. listening to podcasts is like. We want that. We want you to have that experience. So make sure if you can't be with us there at the Four Peaks Brewing Company uh, that you do that. But enjoy their wonderful beers. Their beers are delicious. I love them. Uh, and they're also helping us out by giving you guys something free. You can enjoy not only the Flavoring Life sweepstakes, but you also get a shot at another membership by joining our Toast of the Month sweepstakes. Uh, which will get you a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. So again, go to phnx.com, click the link in the show notes, whichever one is easier for you, and enter. That way you can join us, become part of the family. Must be 21 or older and must enjoy responsibly. Rock, we saw there in the graphic that a big difference in regards to the Diamondbacks and uh, their relief staff really is the ERA uh, between yeah. uh, starting pitchers and relief pitching. It seems like in this series, uh, coming into this game, uh, the Diamondbacks had a 2.10 ERA in their last five games. But what's wild about that is that includes Madison Bumgarner's rough start there against the St. Louis Cardinals. I don't – I look, I, I joke about Madison Bumgarner probably more than any baseball player on this team, but I love the dude. I think he's – I, I think he's hilarious. I think he's himself. I think he is. He's a guy that wears his feelings on his sleeve. And I just love that about him. He's as far as covering a baseball team, he's just so close to chaos at all times that he is the most fascinating player at times in, in the locker room. But uh, it's, it's hard not to look and see the big difference there between what Gallon Kelly and even Tommy Henry are doing for this baseball team versus Mad Bum. They've talked a bit about him moving, from uh, one side of the bump to the other. And that doesn't really seem to be effective. He's striking guys more out, but he's giving up more earned runs than ever. So I don't know if that's 
you know, if, if that's the give and take that you really want their strikeouts are great and all, but you know, really it's about effectiveness and keeping your team in the game, which he hasn't really been able to do in his last two starts. So I guess my question to you is, do you see gallon Kelly and Henry being the core of this, uh, of this moving forward? Do you think that the diamondbacks can somehow get out of Madison Bumgarner's contract before it's over? Or do you see him just being here until it rides out? Um, to answer the second question first, I don't know that we're going to be able to get out of Madison Bumgarner's contract because he's not performing at a level you would expect from what he's capable of doing. Um, so I don't know that a lot of teams are going to want to take that contract on. Um, so I get that. Um, as far as the, you know, the other guys that are in, in the rotation, the, these young guys that are out there, um, this, they very well could be. You know, you know, part of this team's rotation moving forward. I think another part of what's going on with Bumgarner, and this just could be my take, he's been pitching and he has a, a very long career right now. There's a ton of film. These guys have seen him, faced him numerous times across that's, their that's you know, right. across their career. Right. These younger guys, right. there's not as much film, and they haven't faced some of these guys as much. You know, so that you you know, with baseball, you know, they study everything. These guys have access to film on every pitcher and every instance, every situation, and they can watch all of this stuff. So they can know Bumgarner's tendencies, you know, what he's going to do here, what they think he's going to do there. And that could be a small part of some of his struggles. Um, His stuff seems to be sometimes where it should be. Other times you're just like, yeah, man, what's going on with this guy? And, Right. He just know. If he's he missing, if, if 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 he's doesn't have his accuracy, it's he's almost completely ineffective. And then on yeah. top of that, you have the frustration that really seems to get to him and and really make him kind of fall apart even more, which obviously isn't great. But uh, it doesn't it like it's just a huge difference. It seems like between uh, like Gallon and Kelly and everybody else. And I mean, at this point, the Diamondbacks really don't have to like rush to fix that, but especially with Tommy Henry here now and kind of being included in the mix, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like there is a, like there's a lot of relief or, or something to look forward to from, you know, the minor leagues. Uh, Brandon fought is somebody who actually Mm -hmm. has been really good for the Reno aces. Uh, He improved to a three and O record uh, going uh, tossing seven, scoreless hittings uh innings with just one hit allowed versus salt lake last night so he continues to be excellent he might be another guy that we see as part of this rotation but uh i also don't you know i don't see a need for the diamondbacks to panic at this point they're not really contending uh this year or even maybe next so like that rotation spot can maybe be something that they uh, maybe look to free agency to bring somebody in or make some yeah. trades. The Diamondbacks do have a lot of young players that could potentially be very enticing to a team that's rebuilding to add to their roster. Yeah, they, we do. And the only caveat to that for me is that also kind of scares me because sure. I don't yeah. want this team to go all in on a big name free agent and deplete our farm system. We yeah, got some guys. Yeah. We got some guys in the minors right now that given the time to develop, I think they could be some incredibly great baseball players. You just got to give them the time, you know, not saying we should not 
look to move one of those guys if we get an opportunity to grab somebody that can come in immediately and help this team. They, they have a lot of outfielders that are going to come yes. up at the same time or that are going to yes. be like around the same progress at the same time. So definitely if, if that presents itself, um, sure. you know, an opportunity yeah, just, to make this team better, right. That's what it's all about. But uh, I don't see. And here's what I worry about. What I worry about is them pivoting away from Mike Hazen as GM or Mike Hazen stepping down as GM based on things that have happened uh, sure. with you know his wife and wanting to take care of his family it would be completely understandable right but with that being said i think the reason why i fear that is that mike hazen has actually developed what seems like a pretty exciting plan for the future of this team and as we move along as these young players that they've talked about but we haven't had a chance to see much of come up and become successful at a major league level like we've seen out of alec thomas and stone garrett and Tommy Henry, that really makes it a bit more understandable why the Diamondbacks didn't want to block these positions by bringing in free agents, even if they weren't uh, very costly free agents yeah. by MLB standards. They really wanted to do what you're talking about, which is yet let the young guys play and give them an opportunity um, and have them come up and succeed, you know. But like mm -hmm. nothing, it, this series, nothing went right for the Diamondbacks, to be honest. Like even yeah. Joe Mantiply. Um, as far as a relief, like, cause the bullpen really doesn't have a lot that you can rely on for the future, but Joe Mantiply seemed to be that piece. He came into this game rock with a 13 game scoreless streak. He is the only pitcher in baseball to accumulate two scoreless streaks of 13 games plus or more. And of course, uh, had a meltdown in his, uh, third inning of work, giving up two earned runs in this game and getting the loss in this, in this yeah. one, uh, his fourth loss of the season. So uh, it's, it's frustrating because even when you look at Melanson, even when you look at Kennedy, you start saying things, you start throwing out other options. You start looking at how good Mantiply has been. And then Mantiply comes into a game like this. That was very close and ends up giving up the go ahead runs when it comes to, you know, this, this close game against the Cardinals, the, the, yeah. the Diamondbacks just couldn't, unfortunately do anything right it felt like at times in this series yeah and, and that's unfortunately it just seems to be a recurring theme that happens series after series with this team unfortunately they go through these spurts <laughs> where they're playing really good baseball yeah. and then the wheels seem to like fall off and then it's just like man we're back you think to it's gonna carry over right like they have a big out offensive output and you're like all right man it feels like they got things back on yeah. track they hung up seven eight runs in this game and then you know especially in this you know, in this series, the first game, you know, all they could muster up was the one run. And that barely seemed like like that was even plausible at times yeah. with 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 the way they were hitting in that first game. And, uh, you know, series uh, game two, things looked a little bit better. Game three, same thing. You know, they had a lead at times. Uh, but man, when you talk about things falling apart, there's nothing more abysmal than them hanging up. What was it? Eight runs, eight runs in the ninth inning in game. Yeah, two. that's still. It is just yeah, incredible. That's one way to completely break the spirit of the opposing team. <laughs> well, that's why I wonder, like, at this point, does that – like, the Diamondbacks probably had some some confidence, you know, going into the series. And, again, this reminds me of when they played the Dodgers and got swept in four, where it just – like, man, it not only does it not, – not only was it a sweep, right, but it just feels like it just let all of the air out of the Diamondbacks' balloon and make them feel like they are – Again, a sub 
a subpar team by comparison to this, right. you know, this monster that they faced. But hey, at least we got the Royals next. But anyway, that's hey, there we go. Bounce back, right? That's all we can do. <laughs> bounce back. Uh, and of course, one thing you can do uh, is bounce back by going to our friends at foco.com. Uh, get yourself some Arizona Diamondbacks merch. Maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you want to move on. Maybe you want to move on the football season. Uh, I understand. I'm not going to blame you at this point. Uh, but regardless of where you want to go, FOCO has you covered. Uh, we are partnering with a leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. They have everything. Of course, uh, licensed uh, gear for Jesse's dog. Yeah, I, I don't know if you know this, Rock, but Jesse's dog is very, uh, is very posh. We'll only wear licensed gear. We'll not have you sending them any fake oh. collars or you know clothing <laughs> from ebay or any of those fake jerseys that you get but uh foco's got you covered with licensed gear for men women kids the whole thing i've been talking about the bobbleheads do you buy that the diamondbacks and other teams don't have bobbleheads because of the supply chain or do you think that there's another reason why uh because there are some teams in baseball that have been giving away bobbleheads. I said some of those teams do have more money than the Diamondbacks. Maybe they're looking to domestic, uh, yeah. you know, domestic companies to purchase their bobbleheads. Maybe they're maybe they're getting them from Foco. I don't know. Foco makes a really high quality bobblehead. So I mean, I could understand going to them, but for ten thousand of them, right. I don't know. I yeah, don't I don't know, know if it's a supply chain issue. It could be a financial, and if it's financial, all I can think of. Ken Kendricks has a $100 million baseball card collection. Go sell a Hank Aaron and get some bobbleheads for your fan base. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I think there was part of that whole 2020 debacle where teams just have all of this old, uh, all of this old crap all sitting around and they can't they do anything with it. But Foco doesn't have old crap. Foco's crap is up-to-date and awesome. Their collectibles and bobbleheads are amazing. Uh, and yes. you can use our code of PHNX to get yourself 10% off all non-presale items uh yeah they had like uh like all the new city connect jerseys this year they had uh bobbleheads for the the uh, field of dreams game and the all-star game it was lit they have great stuff so make sure to check them out and also make sure to check out our friends at the DraftKings sportsbook app of course it is college foosball season everybody college football's yep. back Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code of PHNX, and you will bet just $5 on college football. As a new customer, you will get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, and, Jarrock, uh, I did not do well with my picks on Thursday. Let me tell you, uh, I went 0 for 3, and that's the reason why they kicked me off the bet show, in case anyone was wondering why I don't appear on that program anymore. But, hey, I'm out here trying. Okay. If do you here's the thing, if I could predict the future, do you think I would be here? I would be on a Cayman Islands, like a billionaire. I can't do that. No, I'll give it. If if you if you could predict the future, it would be like when Biff Tannen had the Sports Almanac and Back to the Future, correct, and made all the correct correct bets and just destroyed the world. That would be you, my friend. There would be a Derek World somewhere in Las Vegas, some giant monstrosity hotel that you would. Oh, you'd be the mayor. You would be the mayor of every city across the globe. Yeah, yeah. It'd be. It'd be like a. I'd be like a villain in a bad '80s movie for sure. You would be a villain. But 
of course, don't, don't do whatever you want over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Be a villain. Who cares? Like, who are you to judge? Yeah. Uh, bet whatever you want. Enjoy yourself. Have a great time. Uh, remember, get down on the live betting. I've been having fun doing the live betting. That's more exciting to me than anything else just because things change fast. Got to get in quick before odds change. Values are good at sometimes. Don't even know what's, what to expect sometimes during live betting, but do what you do over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. That is correct. Uh, Here's what I got. Uh, speaking of DraftKings Sportsbook, I got our king of the series, which actually is a two-time winner in a row. That's Josh Rojas. Joshy, Joshy Rojas, uh, baseball is life. Uh, he had a 364 batting average in this series, three runs, two walks. My wife had an interesting take on Josh Rojas. We were watching him attempt to make a double play, and she just brought up, she's like, he looks like he's trying harder than everybody else. And I laughed because I was like, he absolutely is. He absolutely yeah. is. So say what you will about Josh Rojas, but man has been incredible. Uh, he actually had a 452 batting average coming into this game uh, with six RBI in his last eight games. So again, he's just been a, a, a big contributor to this team, man. I tell he's you what, man, I, I still love uh, just his attitude. I love everything that he is. And, uh, you know, I, I I just like guys that try to make something happen when nothing's happening for your team, right? Like we saw him in the series attempt to kick things off and, and get the offense going several times when nobody really was doing much. Yeah, no, he plays the game at a high level. Um, you can like like your wife said, he's definitely out there trying harder. He's having fun with it, yeah. <laughs> and you need that. You, you know, you need the young guys to, to to be that spark plug for these veterans, especially like as a season is getting closer to the end. These younger guys need to be be there, put their foot on the gas, keep the team going. He yeah, does that. Yeah. Little Dalton Dalton Varshow does that. Yeah, with his sure. little legs running around, the, like the a heart, heart and hustle. That's he's our short king. He's our short yeah, king, he and he's also king. the. The Heart and Hustle Award winner, by the way. So Man. give it up for our short game. It's fun. It's uh, fun all the tools. those guys play. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's and that's what it's about. That's what this entire season has been about. I think that's why it's, you know, yes, the Diamondbacks aren't probably going to end the season close to 500. And yes, the Diamondbacks aren't probably going to, you know, sniff up a, a playoff spot. But the the improvement and the amount of playing time, the development, the maturation – of the young guys, that has to be something that you're excited about with this team. And I mean, there, there's still a lot to look forward to going forward. Uh, and I, at the very least, I can say that this team is developing its identity more than whatever the hell you want to call uh, the breakdown <laughs> that last season was. But shout out to Josh Rojas, our DraftKings king of the series. And of course, Rock, uh, yes. the only division that really matters for us right now, we have to small victories, right? We got to take small things. We got to keep it condensed. It's the all city division. That's the yes. only division that matters. And right now the diamondbacks remain in second place in the all city division, just behind those wily white, white socks who uh, really have been very good lately, but uh, they're still uh, struggling to find their way into the playoffs in some way. I think over there in the American league uh, Rockies continue to be very bad. Uh, and then you have the Cubs. Those two were supposed to be switched as well, but I think that was my <laughs> mistake. That one was my mistake, but uh, it doesn't matter. They're both Rockies. We, we we wanted to give them a little benefit of the doubt for the time being because they've had a rough season. Uh, they had a rough game against the Giants today where uh, it looked like things were going to go their way, and they've kind of had a similar stretch of luck that the Diamondbacks have had against some of these tougher teams. But uh, at least – 
they still play each other quite a bit. And like you said, looking at the upcoming calendar, they do have the Kansas City Royals who get to see Emmanuel Rivera return and all that he has been as of late for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yep. Uh, the D-backs do have Zach Davies going in game one of this series and Zach Gallen going in game two. So have to be have to feel pretty good about that, uh, but not so good about the White Sox series where things might end up lining up in a similar fashion as this one. I'll tell you, I take Tommy Henry and Merrill Kelly starting in a series any day of the week, but uh, yeah, it would be nice to see uh, Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly start uh, in as many series together as they possibly could. But uh, yeah, the D-backs have a chance to get right here against the Kansas City Royals after this sweep by the Cardinals. I don't like to say that though, Rock, because it seems like whenever I say that, uh, they do not get right against the yeah. team that I say they should get right against. Just got to go out there and play the game and hope that everything falls our way. That's all you can do. That's all you can you do. Know? Uh, well, I'll tell you this much. Let's talk about it because I know we have to talk about it. Uh, I am now the mayor of Maya Day Club. I, yes. Again, it was similar to how I became the mayor of Disneyland. I just kind of made myself that. But it's because I lived there for a ridiculous amount of time. I was there doing the OG's uh, variety show with my friends from PHNX. And lo and behold, Rock, after I was doing done doing the show, I noticed that my car keys were nowhere to be found. Yeah, like, sure, yeah. you could blame me, right? Like, this <laughs> seems like a my problem. I get it, well, right? Like, I Derek, mean, what were your car keys doing not on your person? Well, in my defense, there were a lot of things that are important to me that weren't on my person. My wallet, uh, my my cell phone at one point, my backpack that had lots of uh, equipment in it. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I expect when I'm keys? at... All I lost was my keys. All I lost, that's it. <laughs> It was just my main <laughs> mode of transportation. I am 100% convinced, Rock, that the people from Postmates that I was complaining about earlier in the day showed yeah. up and threw them in the trash or something. I don't know. I have no yeah. evidence to back that up, but I just, I, I don't know. Whoever did this seemed to do it to spite me. Um, and I spent way too long at that club. I'm way too old to be at a club see leah says i saw the keys as the friday show went live <laughs> so where are the keys rock that is the true mystery not how i survived for seven hours on nothing but tequila and whatever the hell this pink drink was in a bottle that i was mixing it with that is not the question no the question no, is that no, no, never. Or, you know, again, how comfortable those OG's pool floats are to sleep on when you need to just take a quick nap in the no, it's it was hot out. I was in the sun, but yeah. I still want to know where my keys are. So if someone finds my keys, Reward. please contact me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. You guys know that. Uh my DMs are no longer open because that was a whole other thing. Oh lord. Um, but Leah says it's not about the keys. It's the, about the friends we made along the way. No, Leah, it's not. These girls came up to me, Rock, and were like, oh, did you lose your keys? And all I could think was, do you have them? Or do you know where they are? Because if not, get out of my face. <laughs> I, I, will say, on me. I don't know. I don't care. I didn't care. I just wanted my keys back. I just wanted to leave so bad. 
Yeah, I uh, was. Uh, I, I was really parked in a parking lot or a parking space, by the way, that had a sign next to it that said it was a tow-away zone from 6 p.m. until 3 a.m. So I had a very finite amount of time to get my car out of there. Um, yeah. And Leah's over here, like talking in the comments, like she didn't abandon me. You know, <laughs> I stayed there for hours hours after you left you know how long i was stuck there listening to that music i swear yeah. to god it was on a loop it started repeating itself after a while yeah anyway yeah. i'm not doing any here's the thing uh my day club is a lovely place to spend a few hours not a place for you to spend your entire day she did she did i'm see look i'm just taking uh, it look, out look on you, people. But leah says she did stay she did stay with me longer than anybody else she actually rock she sat with me and just consoled me because she knew I was sad. Um, but maybe Mark says Leah did that uh, to teach me a lesson. And I still don't. I, here's the thing. Leah's too nice for that. Also, so is Shane. And so is Shonda Paz. Uh, and I'm going to throw out there that Jacob and Emma are also both too nice to that. So that only leaves one person. And that person would be my GM, Saul Bookman. Now... Oh. Do I think Saul Bookman would steal my keys to teach me a lesson? Yes. Do I still think he would steal my keys just because he thinks it's funny? Yes. Do I think he would just steal my keys just to do it? All of the above. So I think we figured out who our prime are we, suspect is. Yeah, I was going to say, are we, are no, we no sure, certain that he did not steal your keys? Do you know for a fact he didn't do it? <laughs> I don't know for a fact. I don't know for a fact, Rock, because people can lie. Yes. They can say, no, I don't have your keys, and then be like, tee-hee, I do have your keys. Ha-ha. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, that, you know, again, the, the wildest part was I had a blast, even though I was stuck there because I was hanging out with our friends from OGs, and uh, they are an incredible company. I know that we talk about using their products. We talk about how great they are. I often say I don't know that girl that I took the picture with. And that's a lie. I know, I know exactly who that is. This is, it's all kayfabe, right? But here's the thing is uh, the OG's company is really ran by some incredible people. Their CEO brand joined us on the variety show and he was just a delight to talk to. And he killed everybody in my uh, bud. What was it? Bud band or burn trivia contest. So uh, oh. he won that. And uh, again, it's a wonderful company to support. That's what we're all about. We're all about supporting local companies and we hope you guys support us. Uh, we just hit a million downloads on uh, this little podcast thing that we do. And we're very excited about that. So Absolutely. we thank you guys for being a member uh, for listening for everything you guys do, whether you're just watching this show, commenting, we, we do this for you. We do this because of you. And we thank you so much for being here and being a part of it. If you haven't signed up to get a membership, sign up uh, now at gophnx.com and get yourself an annual membership. You'll get yourself a free t-shirt, like this beauty flag one right here. I like this one a lot. Uh, whatever t-shirt you choose, you can get your free t-shirt with that annual membership. You can get a month-to-month -month membership and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of your membership status, you will get access to our members-only Discord and members-only discounts over at the, at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, also, if you're here, Make sure to sign up to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Leave us a thumbs up if you can and sign up mm -hmm. for notifications. That way we don't you don't miss whenever we go live like we did with our uh, little OG's variety show. Sometimes we just do uh, fun stuff like that kind of uh, on short notice. So we were glad for you guys to join us. We hope you guys enjoyed what we put together for you uh, again. My quick minor league update. Hopefully we see Brandon fought. Hopefully we see Corbin Carroll. These are two guys that uh, 
we very well could see before the end of the season. And I think, again, going back to what Rock was saying, it's all about the young kids at this point and the excitement there. Uh, obviously, Rock yeah. has that Tatis Jr. shirt behind him, and I know he's a big fan of that. So I guess before I let you go, before I get out of here, I got to ask you, uh, yeah. what are your thoughts uh, on this? And more importantly, I guess, what are your thoughts on the way that his teammates reacted to this entire situation? Yeah. So first and foremost, the D-backs are my team. So don't get your panties in a bunch, D-backs fans. <laughs> Just to I, clarify. <laughs> yes, Fernando Tatis Jr. has been my favorite player in the game. Um, prior to all of this, this young man is was one of the faces of the league. He was the face of the show last year, the video game. He's one of the most exciting players yeah, to watch. Right. You know, this offseason with the wrist, you know, that injury happened on the mor- with a the motorcycle. There's talk that he lied about it, whatever. The Padres didn't know. He was on the cusp of coming back. And then he gets hit with an 80-game ban for using a steroid. Um, it For me, as a fan of his, I'm still going to support the man and be a fan. The problem is, though, this is going to follow him for the rest of his career. No matter what he does on this baseball field yeah. moving forward, he is always going to have the steroid tag attached to him. Which, if he were to continue yep. playing baseball at the at the level that he does, he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No, he will not anymore because he has steroids attached to his name. And anybody that has steroids attached to their name at this point is not in the Hall of Fame. And that's the biggest thing for me. Because this, he is so fun to watch. Like, I don't know what his mindset is. I don't know if he has the wrong people around him. He doesn't have an OG like looking out for him. I don't know, but he's made some incredibly. Do you dumb- think? Do you think the? Do you think the topical cream excuse holds water in any way, or do you think it's bullshit? <laughs> it, it sounds just ridiculous. Because my thing yeah, is this: it really does. You are Fernando Tatis Jr. You are one of, if not the most exciting athletes on the planet. You should have somebody vetting anything that touches your body, goes into your body. (laughs) If a doctor gives this to you, you have your other person vet that medication. So there's problems there. Um, You asked if I, the way that his teammates addressed him, spoke out on him. Yeah, because it it wasn't exactly supported in any way, it seemed like, from his teammates. No, because you know what? Those guys are battling all season. Yeah, they've been battling all season. They just, picked up the most lucrative free agent or not free agent, the most lucrative player at the trade dead trade deadline. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Nando was about to come back and that team was going to be a problem. And now this is a distraction. Now that's, Oh my that's God. That's a great that's, comparison. Nicholas Batty yeah, in know. the comments said he's, you know, he's like OBJ. Can't yeah, get out of the You know zone. what? When Musgrove said what he said, um, Clevenger said what he said, Machado said what he said. They're all within their rights. If I was his teammate, I would be pissed. Because they're all fighting to get somewhere this team hasn't been in quite some time. And not saying they still can't do that. But who doesn't want a Fernando, Fernando Tatis Jr. coming back for the home stretch? Right. So right. Right. In, in that in that instance, I have no problem with how, how they spoke to him, you know, towards him. There's been reports that he supposed to, supposedly was going to be addressing the team internally sometime this week. It's all going to come out eventually. We'll know what was said. We'll know a portion of it. But 
you know, for me, the baseball fan, like he's never going to get into the Hall of Fame now, I don't think, if his career continues at the, at the level that it was, unless the because the baseball writers, you know, as they get older and some of the older members drop off, some of the younger writers might have different points of view we on the game. But, you know, anybody with steroids is not in the Hall of Fame, which is an entire level of hypocrisy, in my opinion, when it comes to Major League Baseball, because steroids save baseball, like it or love it, hate it or love it. You can't convince me otherwise. The home when McGuire and Sosa were chasing them home run records, it was the only thing that was on TV. And not everybody is oblivious to the fact that all them dudes were juiced the hell up. So, you know, it is what it is. But the baseball yeah, writers at this I think point are not I, budging. They're not budging to let these guys in. So, you know. Well, I think I think the writers thing is definitely true, right? They yeah. They've said it a lot about the hypocrisy of the writers, like covering, you know, that time like they did. But, you know, I, I think it's all for I, it's all for the health. It's all for the better of the game, sure, for things to sure. be going in a way where things are uh, fair and, and we're not doing this anymore. But yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that there's also something to be said about um, not having an archaic view on medicine, because I know that steroids do get prescribed things they do yes. help there yeah. is a medical reason for it sure. there is a medical reason to take lots of things but in this case for instance uh, i think someone said it in the comments uh doctors asked about this said they would never have prescribed no. this supposed cream for no. ringworm so no. who knows maybe this was maybe this was a self-diagnosis yeah, at and, the, and the he, pharmacy and, and, in tijuana and, and, or something me, I, I don't know sometimes he needs to he needs to come out and publicly say something not his father, not somebody else. He at some point needs to, and it's going to happen. There's going to be a sit down interview with him and somebody where he's going to talk about this and it needs to happen. His dad needs to not try to like stick up for him. Pedro Martinez, David Ortiz. I saw what they said. I, I get what they're trying to do, but to me, they're just making the situation worse. Like everybody feels the way they sure. feel about it. Sure. So let the young man yeah. deal and, with it. And they're going to speak on it and go from there. I think the Padres are a team that already are, uh, they, they seem to be pretty outstanding with or without Tatis, but I can understand yes. the frustrations of not having a talent like that coming back when you're attempting to make a run at the World Series. Uh, who knows what's going to happen after this season? Who knows what's going to happen in the near future? For the Padres, they've mortgaged a lot of their future yeah. on winning in in the near future, right? Like they have mortgaged quite a bit of it. So I mean, it will be interesting to see if uh, if if they can use this as motivation, or if this is yet another another thing that kind of holds them back from ever getting to that point. But uh, he's going to be there for a while. Like I said, what, he signed what, a thirteen year contract, fourteen year contract. Oh, going going there. There for, it feels like the Padres have everybody for like twenty years, but it's yeah, wild. He's uh, not going anywhere. So. And another side note, I know I, I usually come on here to do drop knowledge with rock knowledge talking about the sports card industry. This news, this Tatis news is also affecting his value in the baseball card marketplace. So, oh. yeah, and you don't you're not a fan of that because I know you're a you're a stockholder. <laughs> I'm a yeah, this is not good for the sports card market either. Just wanted to throw that out there. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, again, thank you guys all for joining us. Of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Again, I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy over here is at rock knowledge. Uh, he's AKA Ned slanders on there because he's a uh, uh, hater extraordinaire on Twitter. But of That's course right. our show is at PHNX underscore D backs and all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we thank you guys again for taking the time to join us. Hopefully you had one of our delicious beers from Four Peaks to drown your sorrows in this sweep. And let's move on. We have an off day tomorrow, and then we get it in Kansas City. So we thank you guys again for joining us. On behalf of Rock and myself, I appreciate you guys joining us uh, and giving us your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you defend yourself and don't let your dad do it for you. <laughs>